Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Hey guys, welcome to episode 39. This is going to be an interesting one for many of you. It's called Three Steps for Letting Go of Emotional Baggage. And one of the things I want to start off with is just to say that it's amazing to be able to engage with you. Uh, So many people that send in questions and comments and really we get to know each other through a podcast. You get to know me, but it's a privilege and honor to work with you and doing coaching and to be able to uh, help you get to these next steps. So if there's something that you hear and you work on it and it enhances your life, shoot me an email. It's always great to hear from you. You can look on mindyourmindonline.com for contact information. And if you're looking to bring yourself up to the next level, I'm happy to work with you. Just get on the phone with me and let's talk about what we do together. So emotional baggage, let me just define that. You know, you're at a party and your friend says, hey, could I have a ride home? You say, yeah, sure, no problem. Well, you leave, you get out there and he says, oh, I forgot to tell you, I I got four other friends with me. (laughs) That's called baggage. Oh, sorry, you know, I don't, I don't have room in the car. Oh, and I also have seven suitcases, right? We all know what baggage is. What does emotional baggage mean? Does that really exist? Well, let me tell you about Rob Greenfield. He's a 31-year-old uh, millionaire in San Diego. Uh, he got an MBA in marketing. And from what I understand, he decided, hey, I can market myself. Why do I have to work for a, form, a firm and uh, give all my energy there? So he started his own, uh, basically, marketing company, but it's called the Greenfield Group. It's an environmentally active group. And his big thing is, let's make the environment a better place. Well, in 2014, he got himself on the radar by his famous take going one year without a shower. Now, don't worry, he didn't smell. Every single day for one year in late 2013 through 14, he would go to a natural water source, like a river, lake, or waterfall, and he would uh, bathe there. And what he was trying to show is that we're wasting a lot of resources. He then continued his journey and taught people about food waste. Basically, there's about an average of $160 billion worth of food that's thrown out internationally. That's enormous, and he really wanted to make a change. So there's a lot to learn from him. But what I'm borrowing from is last summer, one of his stunts that he did was he didn't put anything in the garbage for one month. Now, the average American creates about 4.5 pounds of trash a day. And uh, that means that uh, in a month, you're going to have about 130 or so pounds of trash. Now, a lot of this stuff is really recyclable, and there are other things that could be done with it, but that's not the purpose of my podcast. Uh, you could YouTube him, uh, and or you could Google him, and you'll see pictures of him uh, in his short video called Trash Me, where basically he's walking around New York City, carrying around uh, the garbage on his back in plastic garbage bags that he's wearing. Uh, for one month straight. So after a month, he had about 130 pounds on his back of all of his trash and a terrible backache. But he pointed out and created many conversations about trash. Now, what does that have to do with mental health? Well, he's a great guy that promotes mental health, and I think it's just fascinating how he does it. But what I care about is your trash and my trash and the emotional baggage that we all carry around. So using that paradigm, I want you to actually do this exercise with me. I want you to just close your eyes for a moment if you're able to, and think about, you know, okay, let's pick, you know your age, so that's how many life, years of life experience you have in this world. Think about how much baggage you're carrying around from your life, from childhood, birth, until present. There's a lot of pain, right? 
there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of things that, that, that maybe we haven't worked through. There's a lot of frustrations and anger and upset. And I would venture to say that some of this might actually be impacting you. And what I encourage you to do before we start is I actually want you to come up with a poundage, a number of how many, how many pounds. So let's say Rob probably weighs about 135 pounds himself, and he's carrying 135 pounds of emotional baggage, or in this case, trash. Uh, so that was his standard. So I want you to give it a number. You know, how, how many pounds of trash are you carrying? Okay, now let's talk about ways to deal with it. And remember, emotional trash, emotional baggage could mean hurts, pain, fears, upset, negative memories, um, traumatic experiences, painful experiences, violent experiences, abusive experiences. Could be anything. And no one's judging what they are, but that's part of your trash. Get that straight. How many pounds are you carrying? And let's talk about how to get rid of it. And the good news is that I have three steps, and you've already started step number one. So it's identify, understand motivation, and move forward. So let's go through those three. Here we go. Number one, identify. So remember, trauma is a, a huge one. Um, pain, fear, sadness, many of the things that happen in our childhood are not in our control, whether it's death, divorce, moving, upset, hurt, bullying. I mean, there's just so many things that happen, and don't judge yourself. There's plenty of things that happen in people's life that are not in their control, and there are plenty of things that happen that sometimes were a result of our bad experiences. I mean, how many of us fell off of a bike or weren't wearing a helmet or fell out of a tree and had to get stitches or a cast or crutches? It happens to every child, okay? So just identify some of that pain, and that's that's what I want you to do. Just identify it so you're aware of it. You could write it down if you want or just notice it in your head. I mean, we're not doing the full process today, but just I want you to have a framework of how to get rid of emotional baggage now that you know it's there. And here's the thing. It's weighing you down. You're trying to run with it. You're trying to run a marathon. You can't. The most amazing part about it, though, is as you go through this process, you're going to shed some of it. I know you don't believe me yet. You're going to shed some of it. You're going to work through it. You become a healthier and stronger person. And when you put down those weights, you're actually going to jog even faster. And, and the marathon of life that we all run anyway is going to get easier. So the first thing is just identify what the baggage is. Number two, this is the most personal. It's even, this is probably the most difficult step. Understand your motivation as to why you're carrying it. Now, when you're traveling, so you carry your luggage, your baggage with you. That's okay. That's normal. Um, and we all do. There's a reason for it, right? There's a reason because I want my luggage to get to the destination. Well, why are you carrying your emotional baggage with you? So I'm going to tell you three main categories that I believe almost all luggage and baggage and garbage fall under, okay? So some of it is habit. I didn't know I had another option. I didn't know that I couldn't, that I could put it down. When I was a kid, someone told me to carry this for whatever reason, and I just kept carrying it. So there's so many things that it just, it got pancaked into me. It got, it got, it may, it became a part of me that I can't. I can't even imagine life without it. And that's when we can really disrupt and say, how many things uh, you know are here because of habit? Let's identify, I'm just carrying this out of rote because I've carried it for so long. A second category of why we carry things is because I carry it because I want the other person to admit they hurt me. And if I forgive it and let go of it, then I'm condoning and approving of their behavior. And I refuse to do that. And therefore I will carry it the rest of my life until they acknowledge that it's theirs if you think about it, <clears throat> some of that might be self-defeating. But nonetheless, it certainly is another category of reasons that we carry it because why should I take responsibility for it? It's not mine, so I refuse to integrate it. I'm just going to carry it around with me until they admit it and see it and see how much pain they're causing me even now by not admitting it. And the third one, which is interesting, might sound weird at first, but it's because it carries mixed feelings. I remember my mother yelling at me, so to speak, let's say as an example. But 
she was also talking to me and that didn't happen too often. Right. I remember my, uh, boyfriend hurting me, but Hey, at least I had a boyfriend. Right. So there's mixed feelings behind it that I don't want to let go of it. There's something that I want from that person. There's something not necessarily an apology, but there's something that I enjoyed from that person or had mixed feelings about that person. And so the mixed feelings create this friction inside me that I want to carry it with me because there's something enjoyable or some benefit, but they also pain me. And there's also dysfunction there, um, whether it was resolved or not, or whether it is resolvable or not is going to be the next step. Okay. So just noticing how many pounds we are carrying is, a, is the first step. And then noticing the motivation as to why we continue carrying it is the next step. And just identify, put it, put some of that baggage in there. And now the third step I'm going to help you do is to start shedding it. And obviously this is a process and I recommend talking to a therapist about it. But just for here, just to show you that it, it, it can even start working is make a commitment that I don't carry this luggage, put it down, let go of it. How much of it could you let go of right now? And just say, you know what? It's a habit. I didn't know I could put it down. That's option one. Yes, I could put it down. Goodbye. Just let go of it. And another thing is, I want this person to admit they hurt me or I don't want to condone it. They're never going to admit they hurt you. You know that. That's part of their illness. They're never going to admit they hurt you. Or let's pursue it and get them to admit that they hurt you so that maybe they could hear you out. That one's a dangerous path because it often backfires and makes it even worse. So usually most people that I'm talking to, if they're in my office and they're working with me, the people that have hurt them are probably never going to admit they hurt them. So again, you don't have to be carrying around. You don't have to be, you're carrying that evil person, that hurtful person in your head. Well, are they paying you rent? Because you're paying them rent, right? So let go. They're never going to admit they did something wrong, but you don't need them to admit. You already know they're wrong. And then the mixed feelings, that one's hard. The third one, there's mixed feelings. Okay, so I love this person. I care about this person, or I wanted this person to love me and approve me. I'm going to approve and love myself. This person at that moment might not have been able to provide it or might not ever have been able to provide that. But those mixed feelings that just accept them that, yes, I want this person's approval and love and commitment and connection, but I also understand that I don't want to carry around any of this. As part of step three, I asked you to come up with a number of how much baggage you're carrying. And let's say you came up with a number of 100 or 200 pounds or whatever number. I want you to just think about just from listening for these five minutes, telling you a three-step approach, are you able to shed any of it? Any of it. And if you're able to put down one pound, I'm happy. I certainly hope that I didn't trigger you to carry more pounds. Now, you might blame me at first and say, well, I didn't even realize I was carrying this. But you know what? That's also a favor sometimes to recognize that you are carrying it. But my hope is that as you listen to this, maybe a few times, or work with someone, your therapist, or give me a call and we'll talk about what it looks like to work together on these things. There are some very, very powerful techniques that help us get in touch with ourselves and to be able to let go of the emotional baggage which is carrying us, holding us back. Now, and the most amazing thing that I'll leave you off with is that as we start to shed our emotional baggage, we start to become much more effective, healthy, and happy people. And the battle that we've been fighting against and the uphill war that we've been having throughout our life does become easier and life does become more enjoyable. And it's amazing to see how free you could be when you let go of that baggage. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.